Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's get loud. Let's get loud, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betfair. It's FA Cup time again, you lucky lot. And it's Friday, 27th of January. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Andy Brassel. Oi, oi, oi. Friday, Jim. It is. Put your clothes on and let's go because we're not <laughs> quite there yet. Andy Brassel. Oh, you look magnificent. Likewise. And everybody's favourite anti-hero, Luke Moore. Hello. <laughs> is that it? Just anti. <laughs> not a hero. Just anti. Ah. Oh, dear. Before we get to the weekend's action, a reminder to sign up to the Football Ramble patron where, as well as ad-free versions of every show, you can get your free ticket to our exclusive Friend of the Ramble watch-along uh, for Spurs versus Manchester City on Sunday the 5th of February. Some of your favourite Ramblers will be there. It's not that far away. It'll be a right old hoot and you'd be a fool not to sign up right now. Get involved. Get involved. You could be eating chicken selects with me at the end of the evening. Patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Not a euphemism. That is no. as literal as I can be. Yeah. What dip? Uh, a sweet chilli or barbecue, yeah. I would probably go. Don't get a lot of fucking great stuff out of us. <laughs> like, they're not even paying for that. And that's the third show I've been on with you in a row. You've talked about McDonald's. I think it's the, the, the least we can do for them. <laughs> I've done everything they've done for us. Done for us. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jim, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, I'm going to give you a bit of backstory. Um, a listener, or certainly Twitter follower, Ali Darlow, got in touch with myself and Vish, as this happens every time. Um, Mauro Icardi oh. is is back in the news. He's he's accused former teammate Kate Balde of having an affair with Wanda Nara, uh, Mauro's um, kind of estranged wife, um, while cheating on Balde's own partner, right. a woman called um, Simona Gautieri. Icardi's been messaging her, saying, ah, Kate cheated on her, and Wanda has terrifyingly uh, invited him to discuss these allegations with proof on a TV show called Intruso. So that should should clear it up. I don't know what that is. This weekend. Um, So this weekend I'm looking forward to trying to find streams of Argentinian TV. (laughs) Well, I'd imagine that'll clear it up. Um, (laughs) It's a bit like back in the day when people said, I've got something to talk to you about. What's that? Well, let's go on Jerry Spring and talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Let's put my mind at ease. That's how we met, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Turns out I was your biological father. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) She knows things. He doesn't know that she knows. Yeah. Definitely what's about to happen there. Indeed, indeed. Andy, what are you looking forward to this week? I am looking forward, Marcus, to a full plough lane because, you know, we all love affordable football. Mm. It's five pounds to get in. You're so joking. they've sold all the tickets this weekend. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Are you going? They take on Stockport County. Sadly not, uh-huh. but everyone's going to be having a great time. I was at Plough Lane um, just this week. Um, well, I say at Plough Lane, I was at the Wicks was it across the road. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> there's a Wicks. Right across the road. There yeah. is. And there's also a hobby sh- store. I can't remember what's My hobby craft, something like that. I, w- I went in there as well. Um, and that's the closest I'll have been to Plough Lane this week. But I've been there before. Great place. Talking about giving, mm. you know, companies free shout outs. There's one for Wix. Oh, no, I don't even really like Wix. I don't right. know why I've said it. I should have just said something else. It now. Yeah. This is, that, that's worse than... 
Yeah, nothing. I'll, I'll just ba- balance it out by saying don't go to Wix. Yeah, it doesn't so do if, the job. If, if, no. <laughs> after, after the Patreon get together, if Marcus takes mm-hmm. the listeners to Wix or McDonald's, you'll okay. take them to Wix. Yeah. yeah, I'm up for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. There we are. Luke, what um, are you looking forward to this weekend? So I'm looking forward to Walsall manager Michael Flynn. You guys might remember him. Yeah. Mr. Manager Newport. Um, uh, prowling up and down the touchline Mm -hmm. at the Bescott Stadium um, for their game against Leicester because he is absolutely Mm. furious that their game hasn't been chosen for TV. Uh, And the quote he said was, uh, I think it's an absolute disgrace our game hasn't been chosen. It's what the FA Cup's all about. (laughs) What, Walsall? (laughs) Uh, But no, I think he makes a fair point because obviously they're playing a fairly struggling Premier League side. They're at home. They've got a really good chance. Could be an upset. That's what the TV audience kind of want to see. And they're running games like Man United versus Reading, which is boring. Yes. Um, And they're not doing Walsall versus Leicester. So Michael Flynn's furious. I hope he does some kind of WWE retribution during the game from the touchline no touchline antics from managers are very de rigueur at the moment so hopefully we'll see something there although of course we won't see it because it's not on bastard telly you no, see the indeed. WWF thing makes me feel a bit edgy and nervous WWE though, because yeah you're supposed to say WWE the World days. Wildlife Fund caught up with them didn't they <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my friend is actually the market director of the World Wildlife Fund you're you fuming with you saying that oh, okay right. well look we, what other we, we don't, organisations we don't and want... companies are we going <laughs> to we don't we don't want wrestling people, we don't want wrestling pandas because I found out this week that they've got a beautiful stained glass window of the club crest at the Bescot or the Poundland Bescot. Ooh, I, like that, I like that. I like that. The Poundland Bescot. Yes. Which makes it sound like a different Bescot, but it's yeah. not as good. Yeah. It's like saying, you know, for example, you are a Poundland yeah. Rafa Honigstein, for example. Yeah, for example. You know. <laughs> that's, there was a no, but I don't think he is. I think he's better than Rafa Honigstein. I'm just saying some people Stop may say that. At me. There was a shop in Bethnal Green called 69p plus bargains, which I think might be the absolute <laughs> king of that type of shop. Yeah. And again, well, that's, that's, that's better than again, the 98 cent shop I saw in Los Angeles. <laughs> and that's where Marcus and I met. There we go. You see? <laughs> Love at first sight. What um, about you, Marcus? I'm looking forward to getting the keys out and getting a bit of Pitbull on the stereo. Well, absolutely. I yeah. always look forward to that. But yeah. it's FA Cup weekend. I'm actually looking forward to and you're right about what you say about Walsall there because um, they're in League 2 and they are one of the lowest ranked sides left in the competition and they are facing a side who aren't firing on all cylinders who are heavy favourites still but you never know um, but despite all that I'm really looking forward to the game tonight Manchester City versus Arsenal mm. because it's the first time this season they're going to meet and of course yeah. they're the top two in the Premier League in case you didn't know and I just I wonder what well, how they're going to approach this because are they going to go right? This is this is the test. Let's let's show them what we're made of. Obviously, they want to win the game, but I've also enjoyed the manager saying nice things and interesting things about each other. In the I've building. hated that. Have you? Yeah. Why? Because you can't get a rivalry going if you're going to be pals. No, like, but, it's, but it's, it's set up to be a more Shakespearean type of rivalry where yeah, when, right. it, when it breaks, it breaks in a exactly. quite profound way. See, exactly. if, it, if it breaks in public, yes. I'll accept it. You've got to have a bit of patience, man. Because he said, Guardiola said something that annoyed me yesterday, where he said, oh, you know, when, when Mikel was with us uh, and we scored against Arsenal, he yeah. would never celebrate, you know, ha, ha, ha. He should be fuming at that. Yeah. He said, yeah, he would, he would sit in the dugout, sort of arms folded. Yeah. But didn't he also say in the same interview, he said, because Arsenal are his club, so I understand it. You know, they called and he went. You know, if Barcelona called me, you know, I'd go. Yeah, that was amazing. And it was like, what? Because they might, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, can they afford him? Do they care? Are they aware? But I was surprised he said that. Yeah. But it will be a great game. I think you've hit on something there. I think particularly on the Arsenal side, it's, it'd be interesting to see what team Arsenal feel because they've relied so much on mm-hmm. a small group of players, right? 
Um, <clears throat> and I think you'd expect him probably to bring Smith Rowe back in, right? I'm looking um, at you, Jim. There is talk that Smith Rowe may not have travelled, so I don't know if he's had oh, a okay. recurrence of his injury. But I, 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 a lot of people ideal... are expecting Trossard to start, possibly. Yeah. Although again, that is just speculation. Well, how would you feel about that, Jim? Because I, I think the momentum is so with Arsenal at the moment. I know something's got to give in terms of physical effort somewhere. But if I was an Arsenal fan, I would not want them to rest too many players for this. Um, right? No, I agree. I don't think he will rest too many players. I think there will be a couple of key changes will you play uh, Kivy or Trossard coming in uh, I don't think he'll make a debut against Man City I'd be surprised get by him that. in there get him in there uh, but, but Trossard I think, I think, I think yeah. Trossard could start I, I don't think that's a yeah, ridiculous thing and it, it, um, uh, Arteta said about Trossard uh, very recently of course he said he's made a beautiful impact uh, referring to Arsenal's win over Manchester United because he was involved in the in the third goal, um, he did admit that they need more cover in midfield. Yeah, but but you want players to make a beautiful impact. Arguably, though, how about this for a, for a, for a shout? Go on. Is is them resting potentially resting Ramsdale going to be the biggest change because it, he he's really important to how they play, mm. right? So if they bring Turner in instead of Ramsdale, mm. is that going to affect things? Oh, as well? massively. Yeah. And do you think, think they will? I don't think they will for that reason because Turner doesn't think they'll make any of the changes. I, no, no, I think I, I, honestly, I'm not sure they're going to. The Arteta will make that many changes because right. every a lot of people. Going, oh, like, you know, play the youth team, sack off the FA Cup, we want to concentrate on the league. Managers don't really see it like that, do they? No. I, well, I, they shouldn't. I, they shouldn't. I, no, and I, I agree. Yeah. No. I think he will play kind of, there's, you know, there's not another game for about eight days, I think. Mm. I think he'll play a really strong team. I hope I, I wouldn't even be surprised if he, he played the same eleven that started the last game. I, I, he'll, I, he'll, want to, he'll want to firstly test his first team against Man City. Mm. It's a good opportunity to do that. Um, and he'll, he'll want to stay in this competition as long as possible. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I, I think. Well, I think they will stand the competition to at least quarter to ten. <laughs> at least. Uh, <laughs> well, the last time they played at the Etihad, it was uh, August twenty twenty one. Man City uh, beat Arsenal five 0 Of course, Granite Xhaka sent off. I remember that. Yeah. How things have changed. Yeah. How things have changed indeed. And I think that's one of the things that um, he's only been sent off once since. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't against Man City. I don't think. But but, but Marcus Man City have got an outstanding record against Arsenal. They have. Yeah, they've won twelve of their last thirteen games right. against Arsenal. Yeah. And 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 I think that's. Something that has been incredibly impressive about Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, there's the obvious. But the fact is, you know, the, against Manchester United, you know, Manchester United beat them earlier on in the season and it was kind of, oh, Manchester United always beat Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And then they come to... Uh, even though that did feel a bit different though because <clears> the game did. was a lot more even. It was, but it was ultimately a loss. They come, they went to um, Arsenal the other week or the other day, <clears throat> excuse me, and Arsenal win. And it's these kind of milestones, you know, yeah. the, the, it's these... Uh, benchmarks. Benchmarks, exactly, that they're, they're doing. And I just wonder if... This is an opportunity for another one. And therefore, I think that he will field a strong side. I think Manchester City are more likely to make changes. Uh, but when I think of Arsenal's growth, I yes. think if you go back to the game at the Emirates, which is more or less this time last year, wasn't it? It was, Against it was Man City. right at New Year. And that was the point mm-hmm. at which you think Arsenal can grow into something serious. Not yeah. there's something serious yeah. yet, mm. but they, they could definitely grow into something serious. They went in that good run of form after that, got themselves in the position to qualify for the Champions League and didn't quite yes. get it over the line. So I don't think, I, I agree with you, I don't think it's off the table at all that this should be a landmark. I think it's not something to be feared, it's something to be grasped. Totally, and yeah. momentum and confidence are very crucial for, for Arsenal because, because they've not got the best squad in the league they haven't Manchester City no. have got a better squad than, than Arsenal and so if you can go up there and give them a bloody nose and, and, and win that game again that it just keeps it yeah. all going and those two games in the league against Man City for Arsenal you would argue are, are the most important they're the mm. team that are you know five points behind them sort of disregarding the game in hand Arsenal have because you know who knows where that will go that's a chance for them for City to eat up that deficit. So mm. Arsenal, Arsenal need to 
figure them out, really. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, And, and the good news is, is that uh, Mikel Arteta has said he's going to try and improve his touchline demeanour. He says, I look at myself in the mirror sometimes <laughs> and try to find the right balance. I love the game, but if there's something you can do better, you should try. I good think news I... for Richard Keyes. Yeah. <laughs> he gets very offended by Mikel yeah. Arteta's touchline. Every antics. news is good news for Richard Keyes, ultimately. <laughs> Because it just it makes the uh, Richard Keyes universe tick along. Yeah. Um, do you think Mikel Arteta looks into the mirror a lot? Well, he said sometimes. sometimes there's never a hair out of place. He says sometimes. if one even slightly moves, he gets it in the mirror. Because I can't <laughs> work he... at Spanish Javier Zanetti. You're very yeah. much so. Oh, yeah. I like that. Whose hair's never changed, ever. Has it? That's, That's true. And yeah. Arteta probably looked like that in 10 years' time. Which, to be fair, our very own Marcus Spurs hair's never changed. Yeah. It's, it's still magnificent. It's a magnificent bush. Thanks, man. I appreciate mm. it. Um, His skull will have that hair in, uh, in 200 years' time. <laughs> Was, was Magnificent Bush a compliment? <laughs> I just think of it as a Magnificent Bush. There we are. I remember our friend Chris Wilder used to say that you had four haircuts in one and it was quite greedy of you. But, you, <laughs> but, you've, got, but you've got the, you've got the well, luxury. for everybody. You've got the luxury but I do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly People yeah. would kill for that. You know? And who's heard about him recently? No one. No one. Who's he? Where is he now, the slug? Um, I, I wonder, I can't work out whether Arteta's a very humble man or a very arrogant man because he's quite... Do you know what I mean? It could go either way. So I wonder if he looks into the mirror quite a lot. Mm. Well, either, I mean, he'll always have Pep in his, his life because he said about Guardiola um, with regards to the, the title race and then you know, he said he'd prefer not to be frightened get fighting against his friend, um, but that's not going to change how important he is in my life. <laughs> I just love... Like, Pep surely should write Latin love pop songs. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, a bit like that. an Enrique. Do that now. Exactly. If Enrique Iglesias, I don't know what he's doing. Um, he's, he's done enough, I think. He deserves his rest, his time off. But if, if he wanted to... <laughs> I don't think to... he chose the rest. <laughs> I think the, the pop music world just kind of moved on. I it? think that's madness. But yeah. <laughs> I think if he wanted to kind of get a new album, a bit, bit, bit fresh, get Pep to pen some of the lyrics. Just say, what are some of your thoughts on Mikel Arteta and, and any other footballer you've ever managed? He says he's so, so happy. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a lyric. Although <laughs> no, Enrique Iglesias put a, put a record out at the end of 2021. Yeah. So he's what... still going. Still finding. Of course he is. And his yeah, dad yeah. used to play for Real Madrid, didn't he, Andy? Who <laughs> Iglesias? He did. Who knew Iglesias? He his did. dad played for Real Madrid. Are you sure? Yes. I knew he was a big fish in Spain. I didn't. I couldn't. Didn't realise which pond it was in. It though. might be one of those things I've made up. I think. I no, thought he was a singer. Fam- I thought I'm he was, fairly confident. I thought Enrique Iglesias' dad was also a singer. Goalkeeper for Real Madrid. There you are. He was a singer as well. Famously. What a career! I know. Now we're talking. They are Pep. No, Arteta and Pep have got a lot to live up to. <laughs> You've got a lot to fucking achieve. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Here's everybody thinking they've done well for themselves. Nah. Plenty more left Not to even achieve. moved into music yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. A whole other arena to conquer. Maybe an Arteta Guardiola kind of Diamond Lights reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, they, yeah. But in Spanish. That's What's it. Da- you don't speak Spanish, do you? Of it's course he does. What's Diamond Lights in Spanish? <laughs> he doesn't know. Sorry, yeah. Luth. Sorry, Luth. Luz, yeah. yeah, sorry, Luz, yeah. Diamond in. It doesn't no. matter. I'm derailing it. So All right, let's go, on. let's go to Brighton versus Liverpool on Sunday, uh, early afternoon, uh, of course. Liverpool. This, this is a great game to watch. Liverpool travelling there. Uh, we enjoyed the game. Well, Liverpool wouldn't have done, but Brighton was superb against Liverpool uh, not that long ago, of course. To, uh, put them to the sword with Danny Welbs getting that beauty. Um, before we talk about the football, gym, though, a little bit more nonsense. Good news for you. Yes. Uh, potentially um, Liverpool fans as well making the journey to the South Coast um, because uh, a listener called Camillo um, has reached out on Instagram this week to point out that your least favourite shop in Brighton, which is called This Is Not A Butcher's, is apparently permanently closed. Yes, and I looked into this. I found, I found some, a thread about it on, on, on Can you Reddit. give people some context about what yeah, the shop so is? The, the shop sort of sells kind of gifts and quite a, a lot of plastic, a lot of sort of plastic novelty sort of tap. Do they sell stuff. meat at all, Jim? They do not sell meat. Why is because that? 
it's not a budget. <laughs> they are, for some reason, it pains to point out, right? Um, so I, I found some comments on Reddit that said, it closed around the end of last year. I think my mum said when she spoke to the guy who ran it, he said he completed his life goal of running a successful shop and now was time to gracefully retire. Quite happy for him, to be honest. Another user said, I went in on the last day and he said it was exactly 10 years and he was done. Good for him. So that's a happy ending for everyone. Yeah. He gets to have, uh, you know, achieved his dream of, mm. uh, dream of running a shop. Uh, it's good for me because I won't have to look at it again next time I'm in Brighton. And it's good for the environment because there'll be less plastic tat around. On behalf of our listeners as well, can I just ask you to finish off the point and the story mm-hmm. by ask, telling us exactly why um, you hate small and medium enterprises, which are the backbone of this economy. Uh, <laughs> I you just, you're a, just a bit of a big businessman. Yeah, you, you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah, a multinational yeah, yeah. company. Yeah, I mean, that could be a McDonald's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> or, or a Wix. But, uh, Keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that you thought it was all a bit wanky, but now we've... No, we've, it's pu- purely just a slightly annoying name. No, 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 but you thought it was a bit wanky, and, and we've heard the comments from the guy who formerly owned it, and that, that's definitely uh, put all the wankiness to bed, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> there we are. Can I just say something very, very briefly... Um, it's about or, football. Or extensively about Yeah, but it is about great, football. Great, great, yeah. great. You're happy with that? Very happy. Um, so ha- tell me when the last time you could sit here and mm. honestly say and contend that Brighton are a better team than Liverpool. <laughs> well, you're absolutely Probably right. Never. Well, you can today. Yeah. I think you can today. No, because, you're spot on. Because they're, they're, they're higher than them in the, in, the, in the league, obviously. They've beaten them, as mm-hmm. you've mentioned. And then you look at that Brighton lineup that will potentially play against Liverpool. And there's so many players to get excited about for, mm-hmm. for kind of different reasons. Matoma, yeah. Ferguson looks great, well, doesn't he? He looks a really exciting young striker. There's a World Cup winner in there. He's at McAllister. Yeah. Moses Casado's being linked with everyone. Um, you know, Pascal Gross is one of these players who, when he first came to the Premier League, we talked about it on this show. I remember it saying, what a bargain that is because yeah. he looked really highly rated. He kind of ghosted in under the radar for not that much money. And he's been like consistently like a really good player for Brighton and yeah. looked at home in the Premier League. Uh-huh. And you look at that team who's going to play against Liverpool. Welbs off the bench. And, well, Solly March in great form. You're undermining my argument here. Adam Lallana against stop, his stop old side. You're fine, Jim. You stop it. Um, I just think it's a really interesting um, fixture. And Brighton looked absolutely brilliant in the third round as well. Mm. And I wonder if it's on a low-key kind of basis whether they've got a little half an eye on the FA Cup. Well, I was going to say that... Liverpool, Liverpool's eye is on something else, isn't it? Yeah. They must sort themselves out. Andy, what's it on? Uh top four and Champions League Ooh. but both of which will be complicated but both of which they have to be all in for yeah then it's still achievable but you're right Luke that's what I was going to say is that often with the FA Cup and, and the League Cup as well you get winners um, you get your predictable winners who, who, who always uh, are there or thereabouts but Arsenal versus Man City one of those big sides will go Liverpool you know <laughs> they, they, they might struggle here so there is a chance for, for a side like Brighton who are doing very very well to have a good stint at the cup, and I think it would be wonderful to see. I mean, I'm guessing that would be the the first major trophy if they could do it in their club's history. Uh, but yeah, so so I think I think it's a game we're very much looking forward to. Um, when you said Liverpool have got an eye on something, Andy, I thought it might be um, their former man Gibril Cisse. It's a reach. It is indeed. What a reach that was for well, a link. Well, he's announced he's willing to come out of <laughs> retirement at the age of 41. Is it what they need? I'm willing. No one's asked you. <laughs> well, do you know what, though? Even if Liverpool were actually up for it, he wouldn't want to because he wants to sign for a league uh, club uh, because he's just four goals shy of reaching 100 in France's top flight. I mean, he has done this every year for like the yeah. past four years. Yeah, he needs I think to get the message, has the, he? The, the amazing thing is, of course, now he has a prosthetic hip. 
Wow, like a, an Andy Murray. After an operation, yeah, yeah. Is Andy it, Murray's still doing it. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. It's true. Uh, maybe that's what's inspired him to come out again, rather than it's that time of year. Can, can I ask you a, a, a semi-serious question about this, just to entertain it for a second, because it's mm. quite an interesting story, and we all know and, and have enjoyed Jibril Cissé's contributions in the Premier League. Like You've got a lot of teams in the, in, in, in the French League at the moment who are struggling for goals, so like Auxerre, um, Angers, uh, Brest, they're all struggling, right? Mm. Would he improve any of them? Well, he's, he's he's 41 and he hasn't played top-level football for about five years. So I, Would I, he improve I, any of them? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> get him in there then. Uh, uh, Can't get any worse. They're all ticking along at less than a goal a game. And he, he might as well give it a bash. He'll say, he said he'll go for free. I mean, I, I don't know where the transfer fee would go or who it would go to, but, you know, you can't argue with that, can you? Yeah. I think if anything, I think if football's about anything in spirit, it's about getting really wealthy like egotistical retired players to meaningless milestones. Yes. That's what football's all about, right? Mm. Yeah. I heard Infantino say it when they opened the World Cup. He said this is exactly what it's about. So That's right. fingers crossed. We can maybe start a GoFundMe for Cissé. Yeah, we could. Yeah, help he him out. He certainly deserves it. <laughs> Speaking of such things, Andy, on, on the continent recently, you um, spoke about former Arsenal striker Lucas Perez who paid half his transfer fee to go to Deportivo La Coruña. That's right, and dropped down two divisions. So amazing. he's still a serviceable mm. top-flight goal scorer in his early to mid-30s. And he wanted to go and play for the, the club of his heart. First yeah. first game back, got two goals, as you would expect, because Love he's that. good enough for two divisions above. Love that. <laughs> what a legend he'll be, because they've fallen on very time. hard times, Deportivo. Yeah, they have. Third uh, tier of Spanish football. Well, the third tier of Spanish football is super difficult to get out with get out of as well. If wow. you finish top, you're not guaranteed going up because ah. there, are, there are quite a few parallel divisions. So mm. we, we, we were, People of our generation remember them being a great European Champions side. Champions League team. Diego Tristan. Yeah. Remember Oof. Diego Tristan? I do. Yeah, I think Thierry Henry said Juan Carlos Valeron from that team was the best midfielder in Europe at the mm. time. Yeah. Well, he loved that team, didn't he? Diego Tristan yeah. up front, what a player. They got beat 4-0 by Milan in the first leg of a Champions League game and they... they Fucking did him 5 0 in the, yeah. the turn. Leg That's actually right. incorrect. 4 1. 4 1. 4 1. 4 1 and 4 0. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. God, Jim. <laughs> well, I was just saying, Jim. You know. If we're going to do an impromptu European football chat, we have to just talk about how old Danny Guisa looks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. people listening to this should go to the Ramble Twitter <laughs> and we'll get someone to share a photo of it because it is. I mean, I don't it's Danny Geezer, isn't it? It's nominative determinism again. <laughs> he looks like an old geezer now, yeah. Mm. Well, when, you, when you're going to say it is, can I finish that sentence by saying hugely beneficial to one's ego when they're in their 40s? Uh, yeah, it is. Yes. But, but he looks like when they get an obviously young actor in a movie and make him look old, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> He looks like someone who's had a super time from his career. Yeah, I, I think you have to respect that. Of course you do. It's written all over his face. Indeed it is, yeah. Speaking of uh, old strikers, Duncan Ferguson. Oh, it's great. Come this on. This is great. Yeah. That Ever, uh, he's, Everton are not going to get him. Uh, Everton are in search of a manager, of course. I don't think anybody was really linking Big Dunk to the job. No, we were on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. No, but, and, you know, we don't have any knowledge of it. Yeah. yeah. Just talking I don't, about but it. I think, yeah, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> no but, one else was as lazy as we were. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He was, he was so lazy. He heard it and went and got a job at Forest Green. Can't even ramble talking about me like that. Yeah. He was announced as the new manager of Forest Green Rovers yesterday. A match made in heaven, I'm sure you'll agree. Well, he um, was also, Marcus, sorry to cut in, but he was also greeted yeah. um, for his first interview mm. as manager of uh, Forest Green Rovers along with the owner uh, Dale Vince with what can only be described as the most awkward and <laughs> toe-curling interview yeah. 
I would say in media history. Yes. And I don't think Big Duncan deserved it. And I think whoever did the interview, I don't right. know who it was, I don't even know what channel it was on because I saw it on Twitter, should be thoroughly ashamed of themselves. So are we, talk, are we talking about the uh, have you ever eaten vegan food bit or the presenting him with a, like it has to be said, a very unappetizing looking burger. And and I, I love vegan burgers. A lot of vegan burgers. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, way too much lettuce in it. Looked really dry. Awful. It looked awful. And, and putting him on the spot like that. Massively. But they did yeah. say, oh, but, but whatever, don't, don't, don't eat it on camera. Yeah. He's like, I'm not, not going to eat it at all, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't eat it on camera because if you don't like it, you might leave. Treat, you, know, you might be nasty to me. And I'm going to, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah. I, I like him. Um, I like that he's gone there. I like the move. Uh, he's, he's obviously someone who, you know, he gets a lot of uh, attention from us because he's a mm. bit of a character, of course. Um, but he's clearly done a lot of um, work behind the scenes at, uh, Everton yeah. done a lot of coaching he seems to be quite well, well respected are you surprised he's gone because he's 51 and he's been at Everton for goodness knows how many years you know has, has, has been a great servant to that club look kind of why now I suppose I, I, mean, th- I think it it's, it's probably this... probably because Lampard gets binned yeah. you're not getting the job again mm. surely if you're going to if you're going to get a top manager's job uh, you know actually manager's job rather rather than um, you know an assistant coach or whatever you have to do it now because yeah. it's clearly not happening at, yeah. at Everton. Well, Forest Green are currently bottom of of League One, so I think we would all say to Dunk, you know, you better get their fucking results. I think they're really, I think they're a really interesting club, Forest Green, because and this may have come into Duncan Ferguson or his advisors thinking is with what they've been able to do is they've been able to carve open a niche for themselves mm. in a way that I think is quite clever. So it's obviously important for broader reasons to be you know to be environmentally responsible and to do mm-hmm. all the things that they do. Um, but they're actually known for that now. So yeah. a lot of people who would otherwise have absolutely no idea who Forest Green are, no, no disrespect to them, but they're not yeah. a league club traditionally. People no. wouldn't know who they are. They know about them because they're, of this. They're, they're a village club. Exactly. Uh, and they've established themselves in the mm. Football League and branded themselves. So as a marketing tool, yeah. it works exactly. really well. So Duncan <laughs> Ferguson can go and do a job under a small amount of pressure, really, mm. at a club that are already really struggling, who aren't traditionally at that level anyway. Mm. And he also stays in the public consciousness because they're such a well-known club for these reasons that Dale Vince has, yeah. has, has brought to the, to, the, to, the, to the club. So I think it's actually a, quite a shrewd move from Big Dunk. Talking of managerial appointments, of course, it's Mick McCarthy's first game in charge of those tangerines at Blackpool Travel to Southampton. Uh, Blackpool second bottom of the championship, but Mick McCarthy has still got his eyes on a cup run. He said, we're going to try and win it. Absolutely. Why not? You can't do anything else. We'll try and win the game and try and get another cup tie. And it's Southampton. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Sutton and his BBC predictions. Chris Sutton, who, you know, let's be honest, is awful. Um, (laughs) He he put in his predictions that he thinks Southampton will beat Blackpool 4-0. It's like Blackpool have got a new manager. I know they've not been very good. It's not an outrageous challenge, is it? Have you watched Southampton play? Have you a Black Blackpool is second bottom in the championship? But I haven't watched them play. Right, so that's yeah. why I don't know how good they could be. Southampton <laughs> beat Man City in the cup, didn't they? They did. Yeah. They're right. Yeah, the League uh, Cup. Often <laughs> Premier League teams, you know, in a situation like that, they find a bit of form, don't they? Do you play do with you, a bit of freedom? Look, I'm so, not sure that's that outrageous. Do you, no, do I don't you, think it's that bad. Do you think Southampton will beat Blackpool four 0 I think they'll beat them three 0 Okay. I don't think it's an outrageous shout. No, okay, I, I don't know. I, I look, I think Blackpool are going to win because it's Mick McCarthy, and we know, mm, you know, big he's, Mick. with 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 a, with a quote like that, you know, that's going to inspire a lot of people. Yeah. They call him the Dreamweaver, don't they? Andy? That's exactly what they call him. Big yeah. Mick Energy. Big Mick Energy. 
<laughs> well, good luck to him because we like uh, to see Mick McCarthy back uh, in the FA Cup. Definitely, we want to see him in the next round. You no. certainly do, Luke Moore, because it's against Southampton. None of these generation of managers can ever stop football, can they? <laughs> they just can't stop themselves. <laughs> well, Warnock managed. I couldn't believe he turned down the Cardiff job. Well, the other day, no, me neither. Madness. The other day, because um, we had Neil Walk on the drop in, right? He talked yeah. about being retired, and, and we know that he said he's retired about five times. I think ten minutes after I listened to that episode, I walked into the kitchen where Talksport was on, and I heard Neil Warnock link himself to Portsmouth and Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> in the same interview I'll never say never yeah exactly, exactly what he was talking about a lot of that's, that's very much the catchphrase that generation never say yeah, never yeah. alright everybody let's have a quick break hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Oh dear, look at these keepers. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Oh dear, look at these FA Cup ties. Wrexham at home to Sheffield United on Sunday afternoon. Wrexham, of course, the only non-league side left in the competition. It will be live on BBC One. Better from the BBC, Jim. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're still going to pay your licence fee? I, I am. Good. Yeah. First time for everything. <laughs> 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 of course, Wrexham beat Coventry in the last round. It was a great game. They managed to hold on. It was an absolutely outstanding game, and it was one of those games where I was annoyed yeah. that I couldn't talk about it on this show uh, because I was either not on it or we didn't cover it or whatever. But it was—we definitely covered it. It was a—I wasn't on the show. I, I think, think we mu- muted your mic. That's fair enough. Yeah, um, it was a ridiculous game. Um, Casey Palmer for Coventry had three direct free kicks. Mm. Hit the post with the first That's, one, but the get, second one might have just gone over the bar or something. The third one he scored. He had a couple of sighters. He did. Um, Coventry were 4 1 down yeah. and down to 10 men, and they <laughs> genuinely should have won the game. No, no. 
Yeah. It was. It was. It, they should have won it about six four. Yeah. It well, was incredible. Well, and and the one just finally Paul yeah. Mullin, yep. who has got an outstanding goal scoring record for Wrexham. I think mm. he's got like forty five in sixty four league games or something. He scored in every round of the FA Cup so far, yep. including in that game, obviously against Coventry. Uh-huh. So you'd be a fool to write him off scoring yeah. against Sheffield United. And a, and a, rem- the momentum with Wrexham is amazing to yeah. watch, isn't it? And it's going to carry mm. them a long way uh, uh-huh. mentally, at least. Be amazing if they can get past Sheffield United. Well, their striker Ollie Palmer is he happy that they're playing uh, Sheffield United? Because he said, of course, in the previous round, Coventry isn't overly appealing to the lads and then uh, sent a message to us on, on Instagram saying yeah guilty but we're in the hat yep. after the game you know I mean, there's a serious point in this isn't there in the d- drawing Coventry and Sheffield United is the worst of both worlds I know what you because mean. Yeah. it's not that glamorous and it's, and it's going to be really difficult to yeah. beat them yeah, yeah. You, you want you want you want a Premier League side they're at least at home they're at least at home yeah you want you want a top third Premier League side yeah preferably away or if it's a championship side it, it, you want a championship side that have been in the Premier League a lot Yes. Probably one that's more glamorous Norwich? than Sheffield United <laughs> with respect to them. No, you're not respecting them there. No, you know what? I'm not respecting no, them. That's what annoys me about it. You say at the end, not just you, but people say at the end, no, with respect. You're not respecting them. No. Nah, get you out no, of I guess I'm not. Fucking dig him out, Jim. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not digging them out. I just, I didn't even notice I wasn't respecting them. <laughs> Well, which is how disrespectful it is. Itself is very disrespectful. And he was disrespectful to Chelsea there because he said that what you want is a top third Premier League side. You can't disrespect Chelsea, you know. So presumably they respect Chelsea. And Norwich, I was disrespectful to Norwich as well. I I agree with Jim. I think it's impossible to disrespect Chelsea just based (laughs) on what they do and their behaviour. I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Big Todd Bowley's trying to turn it around though, isn't he? He's trying to do something. God bless him. Yeah. Um, King Charles and the Queen Consort recently visited Wrexham on a trip to Wales to learn more about Wrexham's regeneration. Yeah, right. They all want to see Ryan Reynolds, don't exactly. they? Well, Rob McElhaney said, uh, yeah, this is an incoming call. We hope he's a fan. If not, we'll make him a fan. I yeah. think he will. Doesn't understand how royalty works. No, and I think you're going to have your work cut out getting... All I'm saying is... How would you make King Charles a fan of a football club? <laughs> no, I'm going to say... Have him up against the wall? Right, listen here. If I said, if I said, to, um, if I said to someone, your challenge is to make King Charles... King Charles King, III, yeah. a genuine fan of Wrexham Football mm, Club. Yeah. It's a tough ask. I he, think it's a tough he ask. He doesn't look interested in being a king. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe he's up so, for it. So Wrexham's going to be a challenge. Surely, yeah. though, we know he. You know, With no due respect to them. But you know, he's very interested in environment and, <laughs> uh, and all that. Surely Forest Green Rovers are the side for him. Yeah, probably. That, that's yeah. My, but you can't put members of the Royal Family up against the wall. There's connotations about that, revolution yeah. stuff like well, that. Well, uh, how's Big Dunk going to make him a fan of Forest Green Rovers? He only speaks one language. Big Dunk's got more of a chance. Uh, you better give me that fucking crown. <laughs> <laughs> but also, King Charles has famously got sausages for fingers, and and Forest Green Rovers can't have that. At the yeah, club. No, they are very much meat. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Well. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably have a Romanian team, King Charles, won't he? He's got a load of interest in Romania. Has he really? Yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah he's, he's done lots of construction projects over there. Okay. Right. A bit like GG. Careful, careful. Accrington Stanley versus Leeds United uh, is uh, an FA Cup fourth round tie. And uh, this was a dream come true, actually, for Accrington Stanley owner uh, Andy Holt, who grew up in uh, Leeds as a fan of the club, uh, uh, thanks to his dad, and had a season ticket to Erin Road for a bit. That's lovely, isn't it, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, all agreed. Um, on, ex- on his experience growing up supporting Leeds, uh, Andy Holt said, I actually met the best team that ever lived. No, he didn't. The early 70s <laughs> Leeds team at Butlins in uh, in Filey as a kid. Uh, the whole squad were there. He continued to say they were the best team in the world. So good to watch. I watched the FA Cup final against Sunderland when I was nine outside a, a, a rediffusion shop window because we didn't have a telly. Now that, 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 that 
does make me nostalgic for a time before I was even born. But isn't that, that a 70s? Isn't that a 70s? Makes me think of Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that like a 70s and 80s cliche that literally is never true? People just say that. Jim, I watched the uh, Scottish Cup final, the great Scottish Cup final between Motherwell and Dundee United, which finished 4 3. Who could forget it? In, uh, what year was that? <sighs> I literally, I say who could forget it. I think it was. I have no knowledge that it ever happened. Oh, it was a great one. I think the BBC rerun it um, not that long ago over lockdown. You know, it was it was that good. Well, you're going to say you watched it in the shop? I watched it in the uh, television department in John Lewis. In Why? Um, 1991. Yeah, I thought Why it was you just go on. Yeah, because well, I was a child and my my my, fa- my parents were like shopping and all. And, How long for? No, you had a bacon round. It went, it went to you extra were, time. You were an independent young man. <laughs> so you were in John Lewis for two and a half hours, probably. <laughs> what were your parents buying? I don't know. Maybe they were trying to get rid of me. Yeah, and they came back and like, well, no one's taking him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is a really, really lovely thing for for Accrington Stanley's Andy Holt, and you are calling him a liar here. Is that what was happening? No, I'm just Luke? saying. Well, you did. You, <laughs> listen, Marcus just said that Andy Holt said he watched the best team in the world, and you said no, he didn't. Well, it's subjective, isn't no, it? No, I think but Jim's you suggesting are specifically they saying Jim's no Jim's, chance he watched it in front of a. Jim's annoyed and angry that he's called them the best team in the world because Jim obviously thinks it was Arsenal's Invincible. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, Leeds United have got to be in their bonnet. Is it because in 75 they didn't win the European Cup and there was some kind of... They oh, Juventus, was it? Kind of it? Corruption or something like that. Oh, no, that was... That was they wouldn't 74, that. Yeah. yeah. It was, was 74. It was, I don't know what year it was. It doesn't matter. But um, all I'm saying is, to me, it feels like one of those stories that you say that happened but didn't actually happen, like watching TV for a shop window. People say that all the time. However, I didn't know that Marcus genuinely did spend two and a half hours with John Lewis in 1991 to uh, watch the Scottish Cup final. Uh, so I can stand corrected. We did have a telly as well. <laughs> yes. Were you selling door-to-door bacon at that time? Not that point. No, right. I was very young at that point. That. Oh, right. that was, was, How old were you when you were the bacon boy with the bucket? I was a teenager, I think. Okay. Oh, maybe just slightly before. Two, maybe it was about 11 or 12. Yeah, okay. So I, I, similar I, time then. I, yeah. never, I never look stuff up, but my brain's falling out today. So you're right, it was 75. No worries, there you go. There we are, you right. see Andy. Wrong again. People think Andy is the expert. Yeah. And I'll just leave it there. <laughs> It's, the only reason Andy's actually doing all this stuff is it's, it's got... unlike you to have a silent role in anyone's life. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what you do for me. I've got a little earpiece with Luke whispering me the answers. It's true. He's, he's finally true. bitten back it's there. True. Yeah, it's true. Oh, what did I say before we started recording today, Andy? <laughs> you said that you respect him. I said I'm going to fucking bat him, Dave Russell. And finally, you've bitten back, Andy. I want your your uh, thoughts on Leeds. They're on the verge of signing uh, Weston McKenney who has cleared out his locker at Juventus, according to some reports. What do you is, reckon? Is he taking his ranch sauce yeah. with him? Do you remember, do you remember <laughs> yeah, that memorable... Has any documents? <laughs> yeah, <don't>, well, <laughs> that's what you get. If you leave, they just hand you a box. Oh, could you shred this? Just yeah. burn that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ranch sauce over the documents. That's probably quite clever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. maybe. What's, What's the, the ranch sauce link with Well, well of, of course, there's, there's that brilliant bit in the Juventus documentary where he sat there with, I think it's Buffon and definitely Chiellini and talking about Italian cuisine. And, and he says, you know, you know what you need to improve pizza over here? You need a bit of ranch sauce. Love it. Oh, the look on Chiellini's face. Then he says he can't have espresso because it literally makes me shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a hoot. I like it. Yeah. He sounds like an absolute hoot. And the best um, on that pizza thing, have you seen that video on YouTube of the, the Neapolitan... Um, Guy, it's like a TV prank. He's posing as a pizza delivery guy, mm. and he—that's amazing. Yeah, in the boxes, he puts like pineapple on the pizza oh, as he delivers right. it, and he hand delivers it, and they open it up, and the Neapolitans are going mad. Like some no, of them, they go mad anyway. Some of them are literally like, throwing the pizza in his face. <laughs> there's, so there's, there's that old lady who hits him over the head with a box, isn't there? <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> I bet it's, it's all staged. Though. It's great stuff. Oh, we, nothing, but I, no, I, we can't have fun things on the internet these days. I'm, that's that's no. not up to me. Yeah, um, your wife said that to you. But how dare you? Um, <laughs> I think Weston McKenney and his sauce, uh, see how he gets on with the Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, exactly. If indeed he does go, which we expect him to do. Well, I think he'd do very, very well there. It looks like the son in uh, Tete, who's been on loan at Lyon from Shakhtar. A lot of Premier League clubs wanted him, so Ooh. could be exciting. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney were very good against England, so reunighting them. Oh, yeah. Aronson uh, as well. Leeds. Yeah, yeah. As well. yeah. Tim Ream as well. Yeah, apparently um, they've got an American <clears throat> manager. Who have? Leeds, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. Bob Bradley. How's that? How's he passed the pitch? <laughs> you know, Soccer AM are still doing the Bob Bradley joke on Soccer AM. Why are you mentioning them? Sorry. Because um, you used to work there? Uh, Preston versus Spurs. Okay. Um, Saturday evening, six o'clock. Uh, Preston manager Ryan Lowe has revealed this week that Antonio Conte's brother accidentally gave him some inside info. What is it with the Spurs and shit brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know, eh? Talking yeah. about Gary Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, before the, the, the draw was announced, uh, Ryan Lowe attended a Spurs game in Antonio Conte's box where he got chatting to Conte's brother, Daniele, about the Spurs manager. And Lowe said, I asked what red wine he drinks. Wants to get with the programme. He loves a bit of Nutella. Why doesn't would, he? Of course. It, who That's doesn't? The thing, red wine with pineapple in. What, <laughs> what, <laughs> what is Sainsbury's. <laughs> Cheap one. Um, so it's, 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 it's all for post-match pants, isn't it? When he takes him up to the office in Deepdale, isn't it? If you like, Andy. Yeah. Sounds um, like a euphemism. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> what, the whole club at Spurs has now become revolving around when Harry Kane's going to break the record for mm. scoring for Spurs. Yeah, and, whether Harry yeah, and whether Harry Kane's going to sign a new contract. Mm. That's all they talk about now. Yeah, well, and you've got to, you've got to admire Charlie Kane's involvement in all this because he's made sure his brother is front and centre and everything. Yeah, it's a tough one, that, isn't it? Yeah. With his England captain. Yeah, it's really tough. <laughs> Charlie Kane got any other clients? I've no idea. He doesn't at the time, did he, when when when, when it all kicks off about him? No, I'd love to now. know if another human being, an adult human being, has said, uh, that's the guy to represent me. <laughs> I think he represents Michael Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and the wrestler, the wrestler Kane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he couldn't get him on snakes on a plane though. No. He was a bridge too far. No. Uh, he went to another guy. Um, but yeah, Kane scored his two hundred sixty-sixth goal for Spurs against Fulham on Monday. Lovely goal. Um, it was a, it was a goal that really decided that game because Spurs didn't really offer an awful amount. Oh, it was a complete injustice. Kane it a, <laughs> yeah, it was an absolute robbery. I agree with you, and, and it was a disgrace. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, but what was lovely though being in the ground that evening? I know Spurs won, and again it was you know what a great shame. But big Roy the boy Hodgson was in in the crowd. Yeah, he got a, yeah, he, at half time award didn't he? he did yeah. All of it. He got the whole lot. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he did a little chat with the crowd at, yeah. at half time. It was Clapped lovely. Him, moved his head three sixty, <laughs> <laughs> and he flew off. His, well, it, swooped down and picked up a field mouse. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> they had to make sure it was an evening game, of course. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They'd invited him to Saturday afternoons. Yeah. Where's Roy? He's, he's, he's brought his own barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was up in the cottage. He was just asleep. Yeah, uh, perched on a bale of hay. Let's <laughs> oh, get one in for red camera. Why is he Chris never? Packham was there. Why has he never managed Sheffield Wednesday? The hours. Yeah, yeah. That would have been perfect, no. wouldn't it? Yeah. There we are. Still Some... time. These guys can't quit. They That's can't true. quit. I just sometimes you don't get what yeah. you what you really do deserve. Let's not take the piss here. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, but but Kane though, Andy. What a, I mean, it's unbelievable stuff. You see, you mentioned that you you, you fancied him to perhaps move to Bayern was one uh, a club. I, I, do you think Kane is so kind of fixated on becoming Premier League all time top scorer? Maybe that does he would he want to go? Abroad? Well, we don't know. We don't know for the moment. I mean, at, at very least, he can use 
Bayern and possibly Real Madrid as a negotiating position yeah. to, to, to get his wages up. And when Bayern first came on the scene, I, I presumed that's what it was, to be honest, because I could never see him going there. But having lived this season with Spurs, it must make you have a few questions. Mm. It does. Well, I, and, and Andy, the, the questions keep on coming thick and fast because uh, two more goals have been discovered um, that Jimmy Greave scored because in 1962 he got a couple in the charity shield against Ipswich and they hadn't been included in Tottenham's record books. So that means Greaves actually scored 268 goals during his time at the club. So Kane's yeah. still got yeah. two I more. Th- I, I think, think he'll, he'll be get safe. There. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> I don't know. He might win- even get there this weekend. Spurs, Spurs aren't, Spurs aren't recognising those goals though, are they? I, well, we are. And we know, Harry... So you've got to get up to uh, 260. Well, it's it's Spurs, interesting because it's the say, reverse. Spurs said that, sorry, that they say they don't and they have never counted charity shield goals in their record books for individual goals. Yeah. I mean, it's the reverse of what Brazil did with Pele, isn't it? When yeah. Neymar started approaching mm. his record and go, oh, actually Pele's got 12 more. Right. Or whatever. There we are. Is it now time for Betfair? It is, is, isn't it? It's time for Betfair's popular bet builder. Uh, Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. (laughs) Every Friday on the preview show, we build our own ramble popular bet builder for a particular game happening across the weekend. Uh, Last week, of course, we won. We did! A big win. Uh, We're very, very happy about that. We got to donate some decent money to charity Mm. and we'll be looking to try and do the same this weekend. And today we're looking ahead to tonight's ding-dong between Arsenal and Man City. Uh, here's hoping, um, as Jim said on Monday, there'll be barn cinders all over uh, all over the country after this game tonight. Um, Jim, you're actually up first as well for your bet because obviously we choose a bet each. Jim, who, who have you gone for? I've gone for Leandro Trossard to have one or more shots on target. I don't know if he'll start, but I'm very confident he'll feature at some point. I think that's a really good um, really good shout. He's, mm. um, he's um, champing at the bit to get going, isn't he? And that yeah. little cameo he had on his debut was, was pretty effective. Uh, Andy? Speaking of featuring at some point, I've gone for Erling Haaland to score at any time because I wouldn't be surprised if he had a little rest from the start and then came on and, sorry Jim, monstered Arsenal late on. Monstered. He only needs a minute. Yep. Yeah, he's like he's the Gary Barlow of, um, <laughs> of, of football. <laughs> and it takes a minute, girl. Uh. Um, okay, so Erling Haaland to score at any time. Um, that, of course, be within 90 minutes. Marcus? Under 0.5 first half goals. A I think KG uh, first KG half. KG first yeah. half. The nature of the fixture. Two top teams of the Premier League, of course, meeting up and so on. I think they'll be feeling each other out, so to speak. And then in the second half, that's when you'll see the goals. Interesting. So I've gone, that's quite interesting, because I've gone for a drawn match at the end of 90 minutes. Ooh. Um, so kind of similar to what, what mm-hmm. you're talking about. So maybe we, the way this could work is we could have a one-all, couldn't we, with both goals in the second half. Yeah. Holland scoring one of them. Trossard maybe scoring the other, although he only has to have a shot on target. And we're in, in business. So that is um, Leandro Trossard to have one or more shots on target. Erling Haaland to score at any time. Under 0.5 first half goal, so effectively nil-nil half-time. And a drawn match at the end of 90 minutes. A £5 bet with Betfet on that popular bet builder returns £388.87. pence. And if we win again... All that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK again. We will be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder on the preview show next week. It's exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begamblerware.org. Right, my G's. It's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. What? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. It's Jack's Encyclopedia, and I'm in charge of the buttons. Oh, oh my God. How exciting is this? I've been forcibly retired from the game. Uh, basically, Marcus is uh, the uh, Brazil 1970 of uh, Jack's Encyclopedia. He's got to uh, keep the trophy. Uh, um, <laughs> if I ever win it in future, I will be given a plastic, sorry, Jim, 
maybe not single-use plastic, recyclable replica. Um, just to give you a quick explainer, because I've never talked you through the rules before, uh, I will give you all a category. All you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. You'll keep going around giving answers, and if you can no longer give a correct answer, you are out. And so, if I think you're taking too long, and trust, I will be stricter than Pete, um, I'll play my countdown clip. It's my countdown clip. And you'll have until the end of... Gary Neville's goalgasm to give me a correct answer. No repetition of a previous answer. Last person standing then gets the point. We'll do three rounds and um, possible tiebreaker questions. Yeah. For if those of you, if there's a one-one-one, if needed. But, but yeah, you don't need that, do you? Spells, of Probably course. Not. Big Probably conspiracy not. theorists among you listening will um, like to know that I was given a pen that doesn't work, so mm. people don't. I want had, me to do I that. had that last week. I just didn't moan about I it. Never, I never use a pen. Can I deduct a point from you for moaning? No. I, I can, actually. I'm no. governing the game. <laughs> like, uh, well, uh, Jim is to my left. So Jim will start on round one. Main competition sponsors for <sighs> either the FA Cup or the League Cup. Jesus. There are 12 possible answers. Okay. Emirates. Oh, good start. Carling. Um... Worthington's. Nice. Nice. Oh, I like it. Rumbelows. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Good. Do you remember Carl Lieburn getting that telly? Yeah, oh, yeah. I do. I do remember and that. And he, yeah. he had to go and take it out of the shop. Mm. Fortunately, he was a big lad because it weighed a bloody ton then. Marcus? Coca-Cola. Yep. Very good one. It's tough. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, milk? <laughs> I had that down. <laughs> the milk, milk. Yeah, responsibly. I had that. Yeah, it's weird, but you're yeah. right. Oh God, we might have already had this Carabao. Oh, oh good one. No, we haven't. I'm struggling now. Yeah, same. There are a lot of FA Cup ones to go. If that's helpful, no tips, Andy. Marco doesn't need the help. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League. JVC. The headline has been written. I love that Marcus is out. I've gone. Um, can I please have Budweiser? Ah, oh, well played. You may. Oh, God, I think you got me there. Boddington's. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> oh, I really thought we had that. So for the point, Luke for the, Moore. I need to get one for, 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 for a rare... It's not for the point until I say it's for the point. <laughs> no, but it, but it is, Andy. Yeah, but you're not the host. I know, but you're not the host. So yeah, shut it, you're out. Andy, Andy, you got demoted Get back to the in line. Host, all right? <laughs> Promoted. Yeah. I'm milk monitor for today, and that is the end of it. So, Luke, what have you got? Any thoughts? It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has um, been written. Is there data system? Wrong competition. Right, it goes back to Jim. I've got to give you each one more chance, but it's going to be a very short one chance. So, Jim, have you got anything? Dignitas. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Giant killings. Luke for the point. I've got absolutely nothing. I've got nothing. So okay. we have to move on, I think. Okay, no points. So what, what, which ones did we miss? Uh, well, you missed a couple of FA Cup ones. AXA. Oh, yeah. Eon. Sure. 
and Littlewoods have done both Little the FA Woods. Cup and the League Cup. Yeah, Littlewoods is the And uh, the, the other missing League Cup one would be Capital One. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So on to round two. It's all gone. So no points. We've got two two points left to play for. No, I, I feel it's, like... It's, uh, it feels like a goalless, uh, a pointless basketball match at yeah. the moment. Um, but um, round two... Manchester City managers in the Premier League era. Oh, Marcus will start us. What you got? Pep Guardiola. Um, Mark Hughes. Roberto Mancini. Kevin Keegan. Oh, good pace to this. I like Fucking it. Very good. <laughs> you boys just decimated all four that I had <laughs> in one go. Um, uh, Manuel Pellegrini. Nice. Stuart Pierce, very good, excellent. Joe Royal, <sighs> very nice. good. That is nice. Um, geez, it's tough. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Gary's going to have to hurry. No, I'm out. I'm out. I can't think. It really doesn't help you think that, Gary. No, it doesn't. Sven. Oh, shit. Ah! So annoying. Why would you do that to him? Yeah. Why would you do that to him? I might be going mad here. I think I am going mad. Walter Matson. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea. Oh! Yeah, what on earth did I think that for? So, Jim, you just need to get one. You're, you're that for So, Jim, for the point. Peter Reid? Oh, yeah. Hey. 1-0 to the Campbell. So the other ones you could have had, Alan Ball, the course. late Alan Ball, Alan Ball, Tony Booker's caretaker, Frank Clark, Steve Koppel, Asa Hartford as caretaker, Brian Horton, yeah. uh, Brian Kidd as interim, oh, yeah. Phil Neal as caretaker. Phil A lot of Brian's. I've heard of all of those. So, round three, it all rests on round three. <laughs> Players that were in the matchday squad of either leg of Arsenal's last Champions League tie, which, in case you don't remember, Jim, was a 10-2 aggregate loss to Bayern Munich. Can I have the year? Yeah, 2017. Ooh. Spring 2017, though not particularly warm in Munich. Okay. So you've got a, a choice of 20 players. Okay. Can I have one, please, Luke Moore? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Um, Granit Xhaka. Oh, thank God for that. Just in, that would have been, I believe. Just, okay, right. Yeah. Hector Bellerin. Nice. nice. Um, I'll go for Nacho Monreal. Very that's good. Nice. I that's like that one. I don't know. How on earth have I gone there first? <laughs> um, Aaron Ramsey. Oh, I don't know where I'm pulling these out of. Mm. Excellent. The O. Walcott. <laughs> um... Lauren Koscielny. Very it's good. Nice. That is really nice. Doing well, fellas. Um, um, it's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Just helping you think? Uh, Jack Wilshire. Oh, did he get it? Was he fit? Oh, oh unlucky. Unlucky. Unfortunate. Good guess. Jim, what you got? Per Mertesacker. Oh, nice. It's almost like Jim supports the club. Yeah. 
Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. What a lovely twist. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Jim Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Spells got, for the draw. So you've got to get one. If you get it, you've got it. You can do this, Marcus. David Ospina. Oh, it's a point to spell up. Very well good. Well done. Sidebreaker. Oh, so the one, other ones you could have had. Uh, Petr Cech, Francis Coquelin, uh, Mohamed Elneny, uh, Gabriel Palista, uh, Kieran Gibbs, Olivier Giroud, Alex Awobi, Shkodran Mustafi, uh, <laughs> Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, the aforementioned Lucas Perez. Oh, uh, yeah. I nearly uh, thought, I thought the Ox, but I thought... I Alexis Sanchez, Danny Welbeck. Uh, Loads in there. Meza Ozil. Nice. So it's a tie break between There's Jim and Marcus. Come on. Right. <laughs> right. Professional teams that Mick McCarthy has played <laughs> for or played managed. For. You've oh, got man. a choice of 12. International teams count as a manager, but not a player. As a player, you must have played a competitive game for that team. As a manager, it doesn't matter if he hasn't managed a game. As long as he's had the job, it counts. See. Very particular. And so as... Marcus went first last time. Did Marcus go first? Last yeah, time? it's Jim's turn to go first. It's then. Jim's turn yeah. to go first. So, if I've understood this correctly, Republic of Ireland. I think you have. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. You have. Um, Sunderland. Gun on, man! <laughs> Wolves. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Millwall. Oh, yes. Very nice, that. Well done. Player and manager. Millwall. Palace. Imagine that. Ah, Marcus, all you need is one. For the win. For the bag. win. For the win. Cardiff City. There it is. Marcus Spatter Pulled out of the fire. Very good. Can't keep a good man down. <laughs> so the other ones you could have had. Uh, Applewell as manager. Barnsley as player. Blackpool, of course, as manager because... It's just that he had the job. He didn't have to take control of the I game. Do, I yet. thought about that and I thought, no, no, he can't. Celtic, Ipswich, yeah. Lyon, of course, where he played under Ram and Dominic, Manchester City. Well played spells. Mick McCarthy playing under Ramon Dominic. Come on. Just love to have <laughs> Dream Team. Just love to have Mick back on the ramble. Like, it is. He's back in the game. It very much Quite literally. Is. Oh, dear me. Well, another win for me, everybody there. Yeah, That's I think we can all, all get behind that. And do you know what? I'm going to put the keys in the lock early. Nice. Because of that. 30 <laughs> seconds earlier than I normally would. Get yeah. out there, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. So if you're at work and your boss is like, why, why are you leaving? Yeah. yeah. Mark, it's, it's, it's the afternoon. I'll give him a spell and go on. <laughs> yeah. Hold up that picture of Pitbull that you've got in your wallet. Yeah. Shove it in your boss's face. Yeah. And then... Uh, and scream, mind, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Right in their face. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network, of course. Thank you, Luke Moore. Yeah, stick your job up your ass <laughs> until Monday. <laughs> I'll see you Monday. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Pitbull. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.